Peace, family. What's going on? And welcome to episode three of the Influence the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Brother Heem. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. If you're any any of my new listeners, I just want to say I appreciate you. You know, you could be listening to anything in the world. You could be doing anything in the world right now. And, you know, you're taking the time out of your day to watch this podcast. And I also want to thank any returning listeners. Um, it really means a lot to have people who support you and want to see you grow through your journey. Uh, today's topic is going to be something that I feel as though is going to be very valuable to the listeners out there. Um, and I tried to find one of the best guests to talk about this topic. Uh, Today's topic is going to be financial literacy. And the person who I brought here to talk about financial literacy is my guy, Phil. Say what's up, Phil. (laughs) How you doing? Uh, So Phil is a financial advisor over at Creative uh, Financial Group. You know, me and and Phil know some uh, mutual friends together. And uh, me and Phil, Phil's been helping me a lot as far as when it comes down to, you know, just the financial aspect of things, getting a, a better financial perspective, especially in the areas of business and things like that. So, you know, today we just came to, you know, talk about a little bit of the things that we don't really talk about in our communities that people like us really don't know. Um, so one of my first questions that I kind of had for you before we got started was, yeah. uh, where did your passion for financial, you know, financial advising come from? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I think I've, I, I think originally it comes from my, my parents and specifically my dad. He right. always kind of controlled the finances and mm-hmm. did everything. And I think you, you learn everything from your parents, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and from an early age, you know, it was instilled in me of, you know, hard work, mm-hmm. um, being, you know, frugal, meaning living below your, your means, means. Mm-hmm. saving money. And right. that means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just growing up, you know, I, I had jobs <clears throat> and it didn't matter if it was a landscaping job or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Right. Um, he always made me put that money away. So mm-hmm. like I always had a mentality of saving. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think over time that kind of develops and you see how they live, you know, mm-hmm. below their means and what they're able to do for you. Um, helping with education or helping with a car or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Right. Um, so you see how imp- important that is yeah. over time. So I think it's, um, I, I think just over time, it's just something I was brought up in, mm-hmm. was fortunate enough to, right, right. to kind of learn that over time. Mm-hmm. And even it's, it's crazy because like, you know, when we take the time and we reflect back on like our culture, it's like um, a lot of our parents and even like our grandparents didn't really grow up with too much of that financial uh, information just to be literate and be able to live a frugal life. We didn't we weren't really taught about living below our means, mm-hmm. because when we take the time and we look out into the people in our immediate uh, community, you know, you see people. Just, you know, they got the expensive sneakers, they got the best cars, they got the best clothes. But then in the reality of it, nobody's bank account is reflecting the type of person that they are outside. Sure. And uh, one of the things that happened with me growing up was that my mom, um, she got me a debit card and then she got me a credit card before she ever got me a savings account. Mm-hmm. So I never really understood that until like later on, like I didn't open up my first savings account, sadly, until my sophomore year mm-hmm. after, you know, we were talking on the phone. He's telling you, make sure, you know, you have a savings, make sure you put money away. Mm-hmm. And um, just from that, it was like, well, if I'm not being taught these things, I know for sure that it can't just be me. And even me, I was in a better financial situation than most. It was just that little bit of information that I missed yeah. that would have helped me taking me a, a further, uh, further than where I am now. Yeah. And look, you know, we're we're fortunate enough now to live in a time where, you know, 
you can get your, you know, Google anything, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the, there's unlimited information at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think to your point, the first thing you got to be willing, you know, or you got to want right. to um, learn and, you know, understand how important it is to save money and, right. and, and kind of have that mentality before you're going to, you know, really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because people always ask, you know, like, what is, you know, how do I start saving money? You know, what do I want to do? You know, how do I, uh, what's a budget, right? Mm-hmm. We work through all that stuff. It's, it's, it's really simple. It, the, the hardest part is um, being, um, well, sitting down and going through that process mm-hmm. and sticking to it. Right. right. So it's just like going to the gym. So mm-hmm. if, if I said, hey, you know, I, I want to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? You know, you would say, well, you know, start going to the gym, you know, eat right, right. you know, figure out what you're putting in your body mm-hmm. versus what you're burning. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. It's just, you know, understanding, you know, your budget. So, you know, what's the fixed cost you have on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. right? So is it, you know, your a mortgage or rent, you know, it's, it's probably one of the bigger ones. You have a car payment, mm-hmm. you know, you have student loans, whatever it is, right? right. So, so you got to write out all your expenses, utilities, cable, phone, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then you'll come and say, you know, all right, this is what I have uh, as far as fixed costs, mm-hmm. right? Then, you know, what do I spend on a weekend? You know, going out, right? Understanding what that is. Um, then you, you then you really see what you're spending, mm-hmm. and you know, most of the time when you go through that, you'll um, it's surprising how much money you spend. Or mm-hmm. if you just look at if you put everything on a, a debit card or whatever on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. and then you go back and look at what you actually spend, yeah. You know, you spend a lot more money than you think. Yeah, I have um, an app called Truebill. Yeah. And what Truebill does, it'll, it'll tell you everything that you spend in week by week, and it'll give you that'll a monthly summary. Down. Yeah. And I had to take the step back and just look. I'm like, wow, I'm spending $300 on nonsense. Just, yeah. just foolishness. Yeah. Not even, like, investing in information, knowledge, even just, like, going places. I was just spending it on anything. So right. I had to really just, you know, check <laughs> yeah, you myself and be like, mindful. Like, dang, you got to watch how you spend it. Yeah, and then, you know, you look what you have coming in, and, you know, hopefully there's more coming in than yeah. you have going out. And then it just comes down to, you know, as when you start looking at saving, you know, what's the right amount to have in cash? Do you want to start putting away money for the long term Mm -hmm. and what's the advantages of doing that? So, you know, it's not like it's a difficult process. It's just Mm -hmm. taking the time to be disciplined enough to look at it on a monthly basis because you can't do it once and, you know, forget it. And even when it comes down to discipline, you know, uh, I think that a lot of people lack discipline because they don't see the value in what it is that they're doing. So one question I did want to have for you is, you know, why is it important to be financially literate? Well, um, uh, well, I guess for me, um, that's kind of a tough question because I, I think just so much revolves around that for mm-hmm. me. Like when, when I sit down and look at what I want to do on a monthly basis or a six month or over an a- annual basis, yeah. you know, it kind of all comes back to that, right. you know, um, what, um, you know, how much money do you have to have saved to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once you start kind of hitting those goals, you kind of see how important it is because, right. You know, if you say, hey, I want to buy a new car, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't really take the time to sit down and put money away. Well, you're never going to buy that new car, right. right? So, I mean, I don't want to say it's like the most important thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, from a financial standpoint, it really is, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's taking the time to do that. Right, 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 right. Um, so another thing, because, you know, a lot of times I try to, you know, as much information as I get on financial things, I try to give it to the younger people too. Um, so what's three things that you feel like 
anybody or everybody should know on finance, you know, whether that be, you know, budgeting, anything. What's just three things that you think everybody should have an understanding on when it comes to finance? Yeah, well, I think budget is probably number one or Mm -hmm. one of the most important things because everything will come down to a budget. And I don't care if you got, you know, if you make $100 a month or you make, you know, a thousand or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? So um, understanding that is kind of like your you know, the first level to any type of planning or any type of building. Mm -hmm. Um, So really taking the time to go through that, I Mm -hmm. think, is is really important. Um, um, What was your question again? It was just uh, three things that everyone should know about finance or, you know, or be doing in the case of finance. You'd be doing, yeah. So... Well, I can tell you mistakes I see people make. Okay. That's cool. Because I think the budget is huge. Um, One thing as far as debt, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's good debt and there's bad debt, Mm -hmm. you know, in my opinion, right? So, you know, a a mortgage, you know, I think it's fairly good debt, you know. Depending on what your goal is. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to live in a house, right? So, you know, there's tax advantages to, you know, having having that. but so, you know, I think that's good debt. Bad debt is, you know, credit card debt, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, on a mortgage, maybe right now rates are, call it three and a half percent, maybe mm-hmm. even, that's probably high, probably closer to three. Rates mm-hmm. are really low right now. You know, on a credit card, so say, you know, you go out and spend $500 a month, right? And mm-hmm. you don't you don't make your payment or you make a minimum payment. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one thing people always say, right? They, they pay, pay the minimum every single month yeah. on their credit card. Um I mean, first of all, you're, it's going to take you years to pay that off. Right. Um, but just not making that payment. I mean, the rates on credit cards are 20, 25 percent mm-hmm. interest that you're, you're paying on that. Right. right. So there's things like that that you don't really see, but it's going to really affect you over mm-hmm. time. Um, and just understanding your debt, you know, what it is, how I can, you know, pay stuff off. Mm-hmm. Like student loans, I'm not going to say student loans are bad debt because I think getting getting an education is probably one of the most important things you can do. Right. Um, but it's not, it's just doing it in a responsible way. Right, right, right Not right. like, you know, trying to do the, um, well, first of all, understanding what you're trying to do for, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not just going to college so you're, to go to college. Yeah. You know, and take on a major that you don't know what it is or what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And people, so people just take out loans and, you know, they graduate with $100,000 of debt, mm-hmm. right, with no way of paying it off. So, you know, I think just, you know, understanding that is really big too. Um, and then also, you know, if once you do start working, you know, understanding the benefits that the company that you work for has. Mm-hmm. So, and it can be something as simple as, you know, the 401k. Right. There's a lot of people that, you know, they won't contribute to the 401k mm-hmm. um, just because they don't know what, don't really understand it. Right. You know, but, you know, a very simple way to understand it is, you know, most companies will match whatever contribution you make. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you put in, you know, call it 5% of your salary mm-hmm. every year, though now every company's different. I'm just using, you know, generals. They might match 5%, Okay. right? So you're getting free money there. So if you put in 5%, they put in 5%, you just got 100% return on your money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So there's people that won't even do that because, you know, they might just not understand it or, mm-hmm. or they look at it as money coming out of their right. paycheck and not saving it for mm-hmm. the long term. Um, so it's just, you know, educating yourself on those benefits as well. 
Um, it's crazy because I kind of I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday because you know uh, he works and things, and I w- I've been looking in like just a different uh, retirement vehicles, things like that, and I came across uh, a Roth IRA. Now I, I don't know much about a Roth IRA, but you know I know the benefits of it. You yeah. know just how you know same thing. You know tax free, and you know at the end of the day, it, the earlier. If I'm not mistaken, the earlier that you start investing into your retirement, the better. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. And so that's the power of compounding. Right. right? So over time, that money's going to compound and be a much larger number. Okay. Um, I think a Roth is a great bet, especially for younger people, because mm-hmm. um, it's re- so there's really two, generally speaking, again, two types of IRAs if mm-hmm. you want to save money. Right? Okay. So there's a traditional IRA. So say you put in a dollar to that. Mm-hmm. That dollar you put in is deducted from your income for the year. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't have to pay tax on that dollar. Okay. That money grows tax-free over time. Mm-hmm. And when you go to pull it out, um, you can't pull it out till 59 and a half without a 10% penalty. But mm-hmm. um, when you go to pull it out, that's when you pick it up as income. Right. So the idea behind that is you're working now, you deduct it now, and when you go to pull it out in the future, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. Okay. Because you're retired or not working, right? Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, historically we're in low um, um, taxes, mm-hmm. um, so maybe you won't be in it. But, you know, you're not going to get hurt if you you put money away. But th- that's from a tax standpoint how right. it works, right? The Roth is just the reverse of that. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the deduction on it. Um, but it's still gross tax free, and you can pull it out tax free. Okay. Um, it's still fifty nine and a half. But there are some ways, like you know, that you can pull it out that qualify for education and things like that. Um, but you know, just from a tax standpoint, it's really one of the you know best ways to save money. Okay. Um, and, and then there's like nuances along, like you can only once you make so much money, you can't contribute to a raw. So mm-hmm. you know, there there are some things you got to look at, but for the most part, yeah, it's. It's like when a younger person says, "Like, hey, I want to start putting money away." I think that's a great option right. to use. Um, another thing um, that we were talking about, you know, is just paying off your debt. Now, when I got to a point where I just realized that, like, you know, I'm not being responsible with my money. I'm not even, you know, I'm not learning the stuff I need to know so that I can live the life I want to live. I came across uh, Dave Ramsey, and he had a book, and he was just talking about, um, I think, the Total Money Makeover. That's the name of the book. And I got the audio book, and the first thing he was talking about was an emergency fund. Now, a question that I had around an emergency fund is, what would be your suggested amount? And do you prefer somebody to get an emergency fund before they start to pay their debt off? Yeah, so... um it, it kind of depends, and, th- and that's honestly the probably the answer for a lot of people because mm-hmm. everyone's situation is different, right. right? So I think having some sort of an emergency fund is important, mm-hmm. right? So you know, if you listen to anyone talk or read a book, they'll probably tell you somewhere between six to twelve months of mm-hmm. expenses. So the idea behind that is, if you lose your job, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to have six months of expenses that you can pay in between the transition, right? Yeah, some people say, you know, there's no chance I lose my job, or if I do, I can easily do something else. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it depends on the person. Um, But it is always good to have money and cash in savings. Right. So, um, you know, normally I would say build up a a cash position before you're going to start investing in, you know, more longer term. Right. Um, As far as the debt goes, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a big believer of paying off debt as soon as you can, especially bad debt. Right. So, you know, maybe it's kind of do both. Right. So if you're Mm going to put away a hundred dollars a month, 
you know, put 50 towards debt and put 50 in cash. You know, it, okay. it just kind of depends. Like if you have really high rates on some debt, mm-hmm. I would say try to get that paid down as quick as possible. Yeah. But it is important to have money in cash, you know, just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, something happens to your car or your house and, you know, something you're not planning for. Right. So. Um, I know that, you know, we were talking a little, you know, we a little bit about investing. You mentioned investing. But mm-hmm. one thing that I, I, I do want to get into the habit of, because what a lot of people and what I didn't know is that even in some cases you can be saving money. But some people say that the reason that you want to save is to eventually be able to make those certain investments and get that return back on your money. But I wanted to know what's your philosophy on investing for any, you know, young people or even, you know, a little older people, because a lot of people don't really understand the basics to investing and how investing really is beneficial. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, like I said, once you, I I always tell people, put, put away money that, or enough money where you have a cash position where what you call an emergency fund Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, where in case something happens, there's money there. Right. You know, beyond that, that's when you start looking at, all right, so how long, how long do I want to tie this money up basically, Mm -hmm. right? So, do you want to have access to it within, you know, three days where, you know, a stock or a bond or whatever it is can be sold off um, and you can get the money back within a couple of days, mm-hmm. right? So that kind of puts you in one bubble. If you say, hey, this is money that, you know, I don't, I'm not going to touch for years, like call it almost like a retirement, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that's kind of opens up another bucket. Right. Um, and there's different tax advantages to that. So you really just got to understand what you're trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say when you ask me a question, it's almost it depends is almost the answer for everything because mm-hmm. everyone's situation is different. Right. You know, so if someone's working and, you know, they they put money in their 401k and um, or you're you're saving money um, inside of a just call it just a general brokerage account, mm-hmm. which is. You know, just think of it similar to a, a bank account, but you can buy stocks and bonds right. and mutual funds or whatever mm-hmm. whatever in it. Um, you know, you can do something like that, which is kind of more of immediate or short term, right? Okay. If you want to um, um, grow the money, but, you know, you don't want to tie it up for a long period of time and mm-hmm. you want to have more access to it. Um, so even like you said, you know, when you say it, it depends, you know, on the person's situation. So, you know, when it comes down to just being financially literate, I feel like one of the first steps would be understanding what your situation is yeah. personally before, sure, yeah. you know, before looking in to see what other people are doing, to see what type of situation that you're in first so that you know how to maneuver it. You know, you see your debt, you know how you're going to pay your debt down and come down with some f- type of financial strategy moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, that and like that kind of goes back. So, you know, everyone I meet with on a daily basis, and it can be a super affluent person down to, um, you know, anyone who, you know, just started a job and is trying to save money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really just comes down to, um, you know, what they're trying to do. And, you know, like I said, everyone's different. So mm-hmm. there's, there's, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. There, there's not like a blanket statement or thing that I could say you could do, you know right. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it is different. So, you know, I would say for someone, just like you said, understanding your expenses mm-hmm. and like really taking time to go through that and understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then say, you know, what do I want to have? Because, you know, that's the other big thing, just having some sort of vision or some sort of plan to say, hey, in a year, I want to be debt free right. or in a year I want to, you know, take my family on a vacation or mm-hmm. in a year, you know, whatever it is. Um, so if that's your goal and that's your vision, mm-hmm. you know, um, you understand that now it's like putting a plan together to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to save a hundred dollars a month, you have to save a thousand dollars a month, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Um, and you know, to me, you know, that's 
that's the only way that something's going to happen. If, if you really have the vision and then you put a plan behind it mm-hmm. and, you know, you constantly monitor that plan and make changes to it mm-hmm. over time, you know, so. And, and that's that's something that I, I'm consistently talking about, especially with a lot of my content is just, you know, making sure that you understand yourself. You're taking the time to study yourself so that you know what decisions you need to do in order to be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just financial literacy, I felt like was just one of the, the number one, not number one, but one of the very important things that a lot of people don't know that if they knew could have changed the position that they, they, they'd be in. You know, a lot of people are in messed up situations due to finances and due to the lack of information to finances, which is the reason why I really, really felt like, you know, coming in here, sitting down with you and just talking over some of the basics of it could, you know, help a lot of the people who are listening with the lack of information to yeah. financial literacy. Yeah. So I just really wanted to say, you know, thank you for, you know, the time that you gave me to allow me to come in here to talk to you about this stuff. Because I really, really believe that a lot of the people listening to this are going to take a lot away from this. Good. Yeah. Anything else you need from me, you know where I'm at. So. All right. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Phil. All right. Man.